Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast designed to help you become the leader you are destined to be. Um, Life has changed so much um, in just the last few weeks. And, you know, I was thinking back just the other day, I was getting ready to to send out my monthly um, newsletter. And uh, by the way, if you aren't um, subscribed, I I send out a monthly newsletter um, for women who are, you know, looking to increase their influence and develop their leadership and maximize their results. Just another a resource that that I like to provide for those who are, you know, my tribe, my um, my people. So anyway, if that's you and you would like to subscribe, but you're not already subscribed, you know you can sign up by jumping over um, on the web. Visit my website, reastory.com. Um, and there's a button on there. Just scroll down a little bit and there's a button that says sign up for my mailing list and download a, a free chapter from one of my books. So if that interests you, then that's available to you. Go ahead and take advantage of that. But um, I was I was getting ready to write um, this month's newsletter, and I was just reflecting how quickly life has changed um, in just a few short weeks for all of us. And I think that probably, you know, on some level we knew it was coming. We'd been hearing the news and and hearing that the coronavirus was was going to be an impact. Um, but I think we probably, most of us, underestimated how much of an impact. I mean, here we are. Um, it's just, uh, it's not almost Easter, and yet everything is shut down. And I really feel like life is just paused. Life is interrupted. You know, Mac and I are, are certainly trying to do our part. And of course, all of our speaking and travel engagements have just been postponed until um, things are safer for everyone to attend. And of course, no large gatherings. So um, Mac and I have been home for the last uh, three weeks, leaving the house only, you know, to buy groceries or to, to get outside for some exercise. And I really feel like life has just been interrupted. It's just like on hold. You know, we can't make plans right now for the next few weeks. We just have to stop and and stay in shelter in place, so to speak. And so part of that newsletter, I offered some tips on coping with what I call the corona chaos because all of this interruption in our daily routine, it's amazing how much energy it takes when we are out of our routine, um, you know, I find myself, even though I'm at home, number one, I'm having to to clean everything very thoroughly. So it means every day I'm wiping down door handles and I'm doing more laundry because I'm washing hand towels, you know, and just, just the effort to make sure we are as um, safe as possible during this time. And, and the effort to go buy groceries, um, it just takes so much longer and I have to wipe everything down with Clorox wipes. And, um, and, you know, it just occurred to me that when we're out of our regular routine, it takes a lot of energy because we're having to put so much more thought um, into everything that we do. And so I call it the corona chaos. You know, everything, kids are out of school for probably the rest of the school year. I know that some people are dealing with um, kids suddenly and unexpectedly at home. Maybe you're working from home when you're not used to it. Um, Maybe your spouse is working from home and and you're not used to staying in the same house for for every day, all day um, with one another. Maybe you're dealing with elderly parents who still want to get out and do their social, you know, whatever it is. I would bet that most of us are, I know I am, dealing with just some disruption and, and some of the chaos 
um, to our, our daily life. Certainly what we expected uh, this year to be different than it has turned out in the first several months. So just wanted to give you in this podcast episode some practical strategies for managing that stress. Now these aren't rocket science. Um, you've probably heard me talk about some of them before because they're great things to incorporate in our daily life to deal with stress. And so they're great ideas to implement anytime you're feeling stressed, not just if it's coronavirus stress, but just anytime. These are just great strategies. But I wanted to just, you know, throw these out there for you. Pick one or two that fit you and just see if maybe this can help you kind of deal with some of the chaos, some of the stress, some of the fallout um, emotionally that, that I know you may be experiencing right now. So here are just a couple ideas. Number one. I think it's always really helpful to really intentionally think about what we can control in this moment. And so literally, if you need to sit down with a pen and a paper and some quiet time and just make a list of all of the things that you can do right now, big things, little things, even silly things, all of the things that you can take action on, all of the things that you can do so that this will help you not feel stuck during this time. You know, there's so much going on um, with the restrictions and no traveling and, and not leaving the house in some cases. And so it's easy for us to feel overwhelmed with all of the things that we cannot control. So I think it really helps. I know it really helps me to just sit down and make a list and just brainstorm. Here's what I can do. Here's what I can do. Um, you know, some common ideas. I, I listen to music is one of my strategies for dealing with stress. I'm like, I write that down. I can listen to a really feel-good playlist on Spotify. Um, I can limit how much news I watch because too much of that can can depress us. Um, I can clean house. If I'm really bored, I can always look around and see dusty corners that might need to be cleaned. You know, just whatever it is, write down some things that you can do, some things that will help you just feel more in control. When you identify all of the things that you really can do in the situation, you realize there is so much that you can do. And that brings us to the second one. Don't dwell on what you cannot control. Now that you've identified a list of things that you can do and that you can control, quit worrying about what you cannot control. If you're frustrated that the gym is closed and you miss your workout, then don't work, don't dwell on that because you can't change that right now. What you can do, and maybe you wrote this down on your list, is find an online workout that you can do at home. There are tons and tons of these streaming, most of them free. Um, so hopefully, you know, you, you've got a list now of things that you can do. Don't worry about what you cannot control. Now, I know it's easy to say, and I know it's tougher to do. But the more time and energy we focus on what we cannot control, we're just spinning our wheels and it just drags us down emotionally. So don't dwell on it. Uh, you know, acknowledge it. It's, it's there, but you can't do anything about it anyway. So don't spend one second of your precious life focused on it. Number three, create an intentional morning routine. I talk about this a lot. And... You know, this is something that's important, I think, for all of us every day anyway, but especially in this time of crisis. You know, maybe the first few days of, of social distancing and, and sheltering in place, it kind of felt like a little bit like a vacation, like the, the kids are out of school, you didn't have to get up as early to go to work. But, you know, and finally, we have an excuse to lay on the couch and watch Netflix. But really, 
long term, this doesn't this doesn't serve us well. We as people tend to do better and and find more fulfillment in life when we have a little bit of structure. We have uh, something productive that we're doing. And so be mindful about an intentional routine, whatever that looks like for you. If you're a night owl, great. Be a night owl. Sleep until 9 or 10 or 11. But be intentional about when you get up, what are your priorities going to be for the day? What is your day going to look like? Be intentional about setting those boundaries that allow you to lead yourself better. Um, For example, my normal routine is to get up very early. I'm a super early bird. You know, I just always have been for years and years. And so normally it's not unusual for me to get up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning. And then usually what happens is I exercise pretty pretty quickly, um, whether that is go to the gym and take a spin class or, or head out to go run. So normally what happens is I get up, I have some quiet time and some reading time, but, but I'm usually headed to exercise within an hour or two of getting up. And... I can't do that right now. Obviously, you know, we've got a curfew. You're not even, uh, certainly can't go to the gym and exercise and uh, not supposed to go anywhere uh, really right now unless you're just, you know, getting out to exercise or going to the store. So um, my day has changed, but that's okay. I've just got a new intentional routine during this time. So what happens is I still get up at my same time because that's a good uh, well, honestly, I just wake up anyway, but, but I don't want to get out of that habit because that, that habit serves me well normally. So I still get up at my regular time, but then I just, I focus on being more productive in those first few hours of the day. Um, when Mac is still asleep, not much is going on. And so I've shifted my exercise to later in the day and my writing time, my productivity time, creative time to earlier in the day. And so that's kind of my new intentional routine um, for, you know, as long as it takes. But I've got, you know, I've got a a boundary for myself in place that gives me a little bit of structure. Now, I still can have some flexibility um, if I need to shift things around. But but for the most part, I, I think that most of us are more comfortable and more fulfilled when we have a little bit of intentionality in that life, whatever that looks like. Um, I've shared my morning routine um, with you all in the past. Um, If you don't have a morning routine, I've got an entire episode where I shared my morning routine and how it walks me through being intentional. Um, So if this is you, go back and listen to that episode on my podcast. It was um, called The Power of a Morning Routine, and it was December 17th, 2019 episode. So that'll get you um, started with an idea of what my morning routine is. Number four, exercise. You know, just physically moving our bodies is an incredible way to manage stress. Just the act of exercising is going to help you feel so much better because it creates all those positive endorphins. I know I'm just an, I'm just a nicer person when I exercise. Um, I'm not going to ask Mac if that's true because I know it's true. You know, I'm just a nicer person when I exercise because I feel better. I've got more positive energy. I got more positive endorphins. Just move your body every day. It doesn't have to be all day. You know, 30 minutes. Walk around the house um, if if that's what it takes. Get out and walk in the yard if that's an option. Just move your body. Again, tons and tons of um, yoga videos or um, high-intensity type workouts, body weight only training, you know, tons of ways. So just figure out a way, you know, Zumba. If you're a dancer, do some Zumba. 
put on some great music and and just dance. You know, it's great exercise. But just move your body. Exercise helps us put problems into perspective. It doesn't make them go away by any means, but it really shifts our paradigm to focus on solutions instead of problems. So exercise is king when it comes to positive vibes. Number five, um, journaling. You know, journal a journal might be just for you or it might be something you want to share with your kids or grandkids one day. I mean, how cool would that be? Um, to just journal every day what's going on, you know, thoughts and, and what the news has and the changes and what life is looking like. And, you know, it might be just for you or it might be something that you do want to pass down. But but writing down some of these emotions and thoughts can help us manage them positively. Maybe you want to start a blog. If you, if you really want to inspire and influence others, start a social post or Insta story, you know, start a blog if you want one. And create a website um, or just get out an old-fashioned notebook and journal um, for just yourself. Tons of ways, uh, but it really does help. Um, number six, talk to people. You know, appropriately social distance, of course, and, and any other restrictions. But, but you know, you can pick up the phone and call somebody without sharing any germs. So FaceTime somebody. Um, use Facebook Messenger, Skype, or Zoom, or, or just write an old-fashioned letter. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and honestly, that's something we don't do very much of. So it's always appreciated when you just get a handwritten letter from someone. It's like so exciting because we don't do that anymore. Um, this this is a great time to, to work on relationships with people. Mac and I have taken a lot more walks lately and we do more talking while we're walking, you know. Um, if someone sends you an email, just pick up the phone and call them instead of emailing them back. You know, just make sure that you keep your interaction and your conversation positive. Just pretend your mission is to brighten their day and you will. Number seven, practice gratitude. The benefits of practicing gratitude are scientifically proven, y'all. Um, I was getting ready to write my book, my gratitude journal, A Grateful Heart, um, it's a gratitude journal for women. It's got 30 pages of um, a scripture and prayer and a guided um, exercise on gratitude to let you journal through. And as I was getting ready to write that book, and I was simply astounded when I started doing research at how many studies there are that show how gratitude helps you live longer and help help you become less centered. It helps you become kinder. It gives you more self-esteem. It helps you sleep better. It helps you be healthier. It helps you decrease stress. And I was like, it, it sounds like a wonder drug and you don't even need a prescription. It is amazing. Because here's the thing, when we practice gratitude, attitude, we are intentionally shifting our attitude. You know, there again, what we focus on is what we find more of. And when you sit down and think about all of the things that we could be grateful for, instead of focusing on what we cannot do right now, um, you'll find that you have more joy in your in the moment. Um, it's absolutely scientific. So can't stress enough. Um, it's one of my one of my daily um, parts of my f intentional morning routine is a gratitude statement. What am I grateful for today? It might be little things like, oh, I'm so grateful for this cup of coffee. It might be grateful for little things like warm socks, you know, whatever it is. Just focus on being grateful. It might be grateful for big things, um, relationships in your life, um, 
maybe you're grateful that that you're home and not sick in this moment you know whatever it is just take time to be grateful Um, number eight serve someone else you know it's one of the least utilized ways to feel better emotionally but it's one of the most effective when we help somebody else when we add value to someone else it helps us feel better it is it's just a fact and so when we take time to perform an act of kindness or a random act of kindness or just little ways to add value to people. Um, I made a batch of brownies the other day because I know Mac loves brownies and I thought, you know what? He can't go out to eat to his favorite restaurants. I'm going to just make some uh, some of his favorite brownies with, you know, the kind with nuts and chocolate icing on it and they're kind of ooey gooey and you know, just a, it took a, you know, 30 minutes out of my afternoon, but but it added value to him. And, you know, think of little ways that you can do that. I just, I took a a few minutes the other day and I just reached out to people I hadn't talked to a while, sent them a quick text. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, You know, hope you're doing okay. Hope you're safe. Hope you're healthy. You know, just a quick text to say, hey, you're on my mind. Um, You know, with people, the little things are always the big things and helping someone else is the best number one way to lift your spirit. I know it's a little tougher right now with the restrictions we're living in. But there's so many ways to reach out to somebody and just lift their day. Um, number nine, surround yourself with positivity. I know you can't avoid all negativity right now, um, but you can minimize the stress. But I think of it as overwhelming all the negative stuff with positive stuff. So read a great book, you know, listen to some good music, watch a funny movie, learn something new. Whatever helps you feel more positive, do more of that. I love to read inspirational stories of people who've overcome. Um, You know, I told someone the other day, I'm like, this would be a good time to reflect and read Anne Frank's uh, Diary of a Young Girl. Because I tell you what, when, when you stay at home for even a few days, you have a total new appreciation for how, I think it was nine of them living in like a 450 square foot space um, and hiding and you know they couldn't go out at all and they had to be very quiet during the day and and it gives you a little bit of a, a new appreciation certainly not all of it but just a new perspective on how tough it probably was for them all crammed in that space and you know trying to ration food and and outgrowing clothes because they didn't you know the kids didn't couldn't buy new clothes for the kids when they grew out of them And so, you know, I always love to read inspirational stories like that of people who have dealt with adversity because it reminds me that someone has got it worse than I do. You know, there again, it shifts my perspective to an attitude of gratitude. Um, And then last but not least, I'd love to hear ideas on what helps you manage your stress better. Um, Jump on social, connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Um, tag me on, you know, share a picture of of something you're doing to deal with the stress or to deal with the corona chaos um, going on on in your life. Share some ideas um, and let's just create a wave of positivity um, during this crisis. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks.
please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.